0: でも Hey folks, I'm Rose. I'm hosting now. This is Choo Unlimited Trainworks, episode 12? Is it 12, John?
1: Yes, it is. You See, I, I passed the torch on to you and y- you're already gaining my powers in not knowing <laughs> what episode it is. Yeah,
0: see, I, just I second guess. Host. Yeah, when you sit in this chair, uh, you just lose the ability to count. Uh, all right. Anime continues right. to exist unabated, um, surprisingly. And I guess we should start with this month's anime, huh? I guess right. Like that if, should just be the thing we do.
1: If that's what you think, I mean, you're you're in.
0: Charge, oh yeah, you know, I can just decide. All right, so um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, all right, so now we're gonna talk about video games. What? No. All right, so this month we had everyone. You don't. You know. You didn't have to, but if you wanted to follow along with us. You watched Bakemonogatari, which is a problematic series, <laughs> to say the least. But it's one that I love a lot, and Trixie, I know you do as well. Absolutely, yeah.
2: Unfortunately.
0: Uh, um, to do a rough summary, Bakemonogatari is a series by... Oh, boy. Uh, it's, uh... <laughs>
1: It's
0: Nisiosen, right? <laughs> Osen, yeah. Ah, e- uh, let me... Nisio Eason, yes. Uh, Nisio Eason. Who has also made stuff like Katana Guitari, uh, and then, like, the million other Monogatari series, which are all, like, fucking Awari Monogatari. You got Zoku Awari Monogatari. You got Nisei Monogatari. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All of them. And then they go out of their way to just randomly call one Monogatari Series 2, even though it's, like, the fourth one. It's nightmare yeah but i think it's good uh i want to start off i guess we should just say what it's about the series is about Kayomi araragi who is a vampire boy he's become a vampire uh over the result of another series that doesn't matter to this series you don't need to worry about that don't worry about that. You kind of just need
1: to know that whenever he gets fucked up, he'll be okay in, like, ten minutes. That's yeah. basically all you need to know.
0: Yeah. Um, so he just goes around solving people's problems. And all these people happen to be very cute girls. <laughs> and they all think he's really cool. But uh, this, this this series is notorious for its presentation and style. It's done by Shaft. Uh, this was back in 2009. Uh and man is it done by shaft uh, you can really tell because every so often they just cut to some really surrealist art and great cinematography sequences i know you've been posting a thread of it on twitter trixie and i've loved it i've been eating yeah. it up uh, so uh, i think it's very hit or miss you either love that sort of presentation or you don't um
2: I will say it's a very a shaft to, to make the first anime ever entirely in PowerPoint.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I remember John joking about that, like, uh, when he first started watching, right? You were saying, like, that's like watching a PowerPoint.
1: It, it is sometimes. It feels like, uh, it, like, because it, it's not just that the shots are very just shot, not a lot of movement, next shot, not a lot of movement. There's also a lot of time where, I guess, due to budget or just due to them not feeling like it, it could be an artistic choice, I couldn't tell you, but they'll intersperse just, like, colored screens that just say the text of what the shot would be. So, like, it would be, like, Araragi would be sitting there, like, talking to somebody and then it would just say like Senjogahara reaction shot and then after that it would just be Araragi again and it's just like oh yeah this is this is where she, th- the shot of her would be if there was one and there isn't right now so yeah.
2: I will say after having uh, been caught up to the whole series uh, it's definitely an artistic choice
0: it's yeah, very for sure. jarring though
1: because they got the money for that shit now right yeah yeah well they still
0: do it yeah exactly i feel like i will say that later in monogatari especially monogatari series Two, i think they do it better maybe mm-hmm. i think like they they get a, a much better blend of the presentation i remember uh trixie one of the things we were talking you posted about before the show was the differences in the blu-ray version of monogatari
2: oh, yeah uh monogatari has the second most amount of changes uh in the animation going from TV to Blu-ray with over two thousand two hundred changes. Wow. What was the like first? That. Uh, Monogatari series uh, second <laughs> season. Oh, but because, okay. but because uh, it's split up into more episodes. It has less animation fixes per episode. than Yeah, uh. which is wild to think about.
0: Uh, yeah, they, they, so they they did like make some changes to the presentation of Vakemonogatari, uh, in some regards. Like, I know there was a lot of shots of, like, the examples they were giving in that, uh, that wiki article were, like, oh, we replaced the night sky with actually the characters this time instead of just, like, having them talk in the night sky. Yeah. Um but well, yeah uh i think a good way to, i i've been very curious about this what is your complete opinion on bakke Guitar, john to start this off since you're sort of the newbie frontiersman over here
1: oh boy all right so i i'm honestly i'm kind of nervous uh to talk about <laughs> don't this. don't worry show. about it no need um, to
0: hold
2: back really
1: yeah, no, it's it's just like you know, like both of you really, really like it, and I know like a lot of Rose's girlfriends and friends, et cetera, et cetera, all very much like this show too. Um, I will also say that uh, I um, I did not fully have the time to watch the extra three episodes, so I just watched the assigned episodes. You know, the the first twelve that are on Crunchyroll. Um, I did not watch the other three yet. Um, I honestly plan to because I do want to see it through through the end, but I you know, I just didn't have the time because I also wanted to uh, watch Kagi Asama, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, but from what I've seen, um, I liked it. I liked it. I would not say that (laughs) I loved it. You know, I, it's for me, it's a solid, like three out of five. Um, I agree with all of you that like the cinematography is amazing. Amazing. The art is fantastic. There's no question whatsoever that it is a Marvel on an artistic level, but I also feel like that show is split in half. Um, and half of it is this really good, like, supernatural drama with, you know, interesting characters and interesting stakes and really cool, like, adaptations of, you know, problems that these characters are going through. Like, Shenjo Gahara, for example, the first arc is about her... You know, not being able to reconcile with things that happened in her past, and she, in, in, in instead of you know using the weight of her past and you know learning from it and being a be, being a person who ha- doesn't just ignore the bad things that happened to her, she discarded it, and that's why she is weightless because she is just ignoring the the th- the bad things that happened to her. So that's like an that's a really interesting gimmick there. That's a really interesting way to present that. Like it's it's really smart, really fun metaphor to make it like this physical ailment that is represented by these apparitions as they are. But then the other half is really 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 bad sex comedy and it's just dumb. It's not funny at all, and, like, I, you know, I don't think of myself as a prude. I think, you know, I'll laugh at all kinds of dumb jokes. And I know I talked about it with you, Rose, and, like, some other folks about this, where, like, you know, a, a problem with it... Like, you, you all said that the show is through Araragi's perspective. And I'm, I'm just going to say that I am pronouncing his name that way because that is how they pronounced it in the uh, the book that, that I listened to. I listened to the audiobook, so I am just I'm just saying it like that. You can blame Christina V because she was a Hanakawa in that. So she would just be like, oh, Araragi, and I'm like, so I just say it like that now. I apologize. Um, but I'm not a prude. I will laugh at sex jokes. I will laugh at stupid shit like that. But this is just it's fetishistic in a in an uncomfortable way they constantly bring up how young these characters are and then immediately yeah. are like oh by the way here's their titties there's m- multiple scenes of Odagiri getting horny about extremely underage girls like touching a, like elementary school girls boobs and like getting horny about like a middle school age girls like wearing a swimsuit like it's it's gross it's not funny it's gross and you know like i said i'm not a prude it's fine if you're into you know your funny haha sex comedy stuff like i am too but it's like at this like it is very much presented as you should be turned on by this by the way that the show is structured and like you talked about it you talked to me about this rose that like the sh- like it it's from his perspective and he is a he is a dumbass he's a shithead yeah so of yeah. course that's how it is but it's like it's open-
0: we don't like, need to see it right well,
1: like a we don't need to see it and b at the same time there's not really like the 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 the, the gaze of the show isn't one of like isn't one that's like oh man this guy's such a fucking idiot for thinking this it's this is what he's thinking and you should be thinking it too And it's Mm -hmm. just like, I don't, I don't want to fuck this elementary school girl. I don't want to grab her ass. Like, no, I don't, don't, don't say that about me. Okay.
0: Um, No, yeah. There was a very weird scene that I remember. I, I have, I always, I feel like block out the Hachikuji arc, if I'm being real with you, uh, for Bakemonogatari when I think about it, but like. All I can remember is it being bad, but there's one specific part that is just baffling to me, which is the sequence where Araragi does like like punches her and then like touches her or something like her chest, and then he's like, "Wow, I can't believe what a horrible person I am doing these things. Why did I do that? I'd like to believe that wasn't me." And it's like, "What? What was that?" It's baffling sometimes. It, yeah, it, yeah,
1: it's, it's really, really baffling, and it's. Also, just, I'd say,
2: uh, I'd say that there's an example of the said sex comedy being done, like, right, when, uh, Gahari endlessly teases Araragi in her arc. Yeah. And, uh, episode 12.
1: Yeah, like, that, that, that's, like, that's way more understandable, because they're the same age. And, like, there is some stuff where it's like, okay, yeah, we're still, like, being leery at a high school girl here. But... At the very least it's 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 the kind of thing where like in a lot of other anime, I can roll my eyes at it and still like get a laugh because it's still it has like a sense of comedy, but there's still so many so many parts where it's just like okay this is this isn't even a joke this is just stupid like another one that i that I really disliked um was in the Kanbaru arc. I really like Kanbaru like she's probably my favorite character from the from the season um but they they do this whole like her whole arc is about her being in love with Senjo Gahara. And there's just this one part in the middle of the arc where she's basically just like, oh Aragi, I'll I'll replace Senjo Gahara for me. I have a really athletic body. You should you should see you should see how I look. I'm I'm way hotter than her. And it's like it's like before that and after that. It's just like like it's just like she's a lesbian, and then in the middle, it's like, oh, but she would totally go straight for Ogie, and then for the rest of it, no, no, wait, no, we're just no, 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 and again, like you said that this is from Ogi's point of view, but it's like like I, there just should be some kind of little hint of no, this is not the right way to think because there's just it, it's it's just such fan service, it's basically just the show saying. It's like those first and last bits are them saying, oh, here's, here she is. Here's this character. Here's, here is her sexuality. And then in the middle, it's just like, but if you want to think about her fucking you, it's okay. And it's like, no, I don't want to. She's fucking gay. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's, it's not, it's, it's, the show just, the show is the most wants to have its cake and eat it too, and and eat it too of anything that I've probably ever seen. And it's a huge disappointment. And I a hundred percent understand why people would be super, super pushed away from it. Cause like, yeah, like there's, and and, you know, like I would, I, I joked around about it a lot on Twitter because that's like the parts that I can joke around about because like everything besides that is legitimately incredible. And it's such a disappointment, but (laughs) I, 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 I liked it. I liked it. Um You know, there's there's some bits where I was just like, Alright, sure, whatever. Like I like there there's some arcs where it was just like, Alright, fine, I don't really care that much, but I will s I will say some some other things that I didn't really dig where there were like a couple of conversations that didn't really go anywhere and just kind <laughs> of felt like the author flexing their knowledge about like Japanese folklore. And that was kind of eye roll But at the very least, I can just eye-roll that and move on. And, you know, maybe it comes up later. But, I don't know. I, I, I honestly felt like the ending of every arc was where I felt the best. Because, like, once the apparition showed up and Aaranghi was fighting it and, like, they were going through the motions of, like, why this apparition occurred and why these characters were going through this, that was... That was interesting that it was good character development. And then it showed that Aradagi is a good guy because he's able to put himself in the line to help out these people that he barely knows. and then later on he does get to know them and they become his friend. And like that's that's nice. I like that. But then as soon as the like goofy music starts up and like one of the girls like her their eyes lower a little bit and they're just like, so Aradagi let's what, what do you think about my panties? Do you want to stare at my panties for a few minutes? does it get you horny okay and then like a second later they're like all right so and then they just like put their skirts back down and they're like anyway so so later on we're gonna meet up later and we're gonna exercise the ghost and it's just like it's
0: yeah (laughs) no yeah so yeah that's
1: that's basically my opinion
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right i i totally understand believe me uh i i i've not exactly baka monogatari when i watched baka monogatari i was a much younger woman i was very young uh i feel like my tolerance probably was a lot higher for these sort of things i was a lot less educated of the world um but man let me tell you about nisei monogatari just real quick that is the worst if you wanna see like basically what is everything you said, like man, this is the worst part of Monogatari, that then there's the really good parts, and it's a shame those bad parts existed. What if the bad parts were like ninety percent and that's new say Monogatari? Uh it's I remember feeling this basically the same way even back then that you did, uh John, about Bakemonogatari, Monogatari, being like, Oh my god, God like that's where the famous toothbrush scene is from. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that, and just, like, it really showed to me, like, it's like, man, I don't understand how uh, Nisio Eason can have this, like, really seemingly, like, deep perspective on how to deal with, like, psychological issues and social, like, problems and stuff like that, and, like, a fantastic way of portraying them through, like, metaphorical and allegorical, like, things, and then it's, like, By the way, I'm really horny. Is that, like, the trade-off? Is that his deal with the devil or something?
2: I guess, but Katana Gatari isn't that horny.
0: Yeah, so, like, what the fuck? It's, uh... Yeah, uh... I... I wanna... I'm curious. I wanna hear what you have to say, Trixie, in a second. But I I will say real quick, because I don't think my opinion will be too deep, uh... Rewatching it, uh... I love the endings... Or Well, not the ending ending, but the episode 12 uh with Senjo Gahara, the date that is still my favorite episode of that series probably mm-hmm. um it's fantastic i love that ending especially um but the uh the Nautico arc still sucks that's what i think uh i really didn't enjoy it, watching it again um it feels like that's like Hachikuji's route is a little rough but the Nautico arc is like doubles down on it, like, with all, like, the bathing suit and everything like that. It's, like, mm-hmm. really uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. uh, they, don't,
2: they don't miss, uh, any, uh, any chance to make sex, uh, bullshit. Yeah.
0: And that arc. And it's, like, also, that arc is, like, probably the least meaningful. Like, in what they accomplish. Like, yeah, it just feels weird.
1: It's really, so... Should we, like, kind of run down each of the arcs and, like, men- talk yeah, sure. what they
0: are? All right, so we we start at the beginning of the... The first arc is about Senjogahara and a crab. And basically, Senjogahara is weightless. She doesn't have any weight because, as John said, she had some issues uh, earlier in her life and that involved her getting attached to a crab god. Um, and then after that, it goes right into Hachikuji, who is this, like, 8-year-old girl? 10? T- 11. 11. 11-year-old girl who is a ghost and she just, uh, is a wandering spirit and ends up making people get lost. And she's trying to get back to her home. Uh, cause she, she died trying to reach her mother's on mother's day. Um, Kanbaru's arc is she's a lesbian yeah, and basically, yeah. that didn't work yeah. out for her <laughs> very well. Mm-hmm. Cause nothing works out for Kanbaru ever. <laughs> uh, poor thing. Um, and that's just about her beating the shit out of Araragi mm-hmm. to, to vent. Um, and then the next arc after that is Nautico. Nautico is just really horny for Araragi. It's not comfortable. Mm-mm. It's not a got, good
2: scene. Got cursed by classmates. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Her. Fucked but, up, but uh, almost nothing happens in that arc, really. So. No,
0: yeah. Except for Renai Circulation. Yeah. Kamisama The actually best part of that arc. <laughs> okay, we gotta and, move on or else I'm just gonna... Yeah, the last arc is about uh, Hanakawa, barely, uh, dealing with her problems with being possessed by a cat spirit, who talks about her stresses and stuff like that, and uh, then it ends with a date with Shinjogahara and Aragi. Um, and then it actually starts becoming... And then the real Hanakawa arc, <laughs> yes. Um, so... Uh, I will say with Nautico, an interesting thing about Nautico is that her later arcs are fantastic. In my opinion, I think they're really, really good. Um, she becomes the protagonist for her arcs later, um, which does a great deal in making it not horny. And uh, it's very interesting to see a character who is almost feels like the superficial, like, Moe, like, oh, little sister, t- you know that archetype become, yeah. like, a very interesting and, like, multi-layered character.
2: I mean, what's great about that is that, uh, that's pretty much what Kana Hanazawa's been typecast in ever since, yeah. uh, being Nadeko. Uh, <laughs> God, yeah. Although, although the thing with those later arcs is that they all build off this kind of, uh, meh, bland arc, so.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think it's cool that, like, It makes me, like, rewatching this, having seen those later arcs now, is, like, I have at least a better appreciation for it, because it's like, man, this is, like, really mundane and, like, not really important. Oh, wait, okay, so, like, all this later stuff. All right, that's interesting. And, like, how it all feeds together. That's kind of the problem with Monogatari, uh, to an extent, is that, like, the more you watch of it, the deeper the old stuff gets. Like, and more, like, oh, yeah, like, oh, this is really interesting because of this. Especially since they tell a lot of stuff out of order. Uh, especially later on, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so Trixie, what did you uh, think of your rewatch? Uh, I, I mean,
2: I've seen, uh, Bakke quite a few times and rewatching it. I still, I still like it. I, I have the same issues that both of you have. Really, uh, it's, it's not even just the, uh, the fans. I guess it'd be fine if it was just. Uh, quote unquote fan service, but it's right. It's very uh, it's way too male gazy. Uh, more than most stuff that I can think of, really. Uh, yeah. I
1: feel. I feel like the big reason why it's so rough. Um, and I, I know this is kind of gonna sound like I'm making excuses, but like, at the very least, in other shows that have fan service it happens and that's kind of it but Bake monogatari when the fan service happens you always have to hear Aradagi <laughs> talk and he's always like oh boy these are the panties of a high school girl i can't believe i'm looking at a high school girl's panties think that's, about it yeah she's in high school that makes it better because she's in high school it's like all right it's, and it all
2: it's it's not even like it's that but it's I feel like if it was just uh, Araragi's male gaze, I could. I get the feeling it's uh, Nisoe uh male gaze that we're subjected to, which makes it extremely unbearable.
1: Yeah, like that's that's basically what I was saying. Like, it's it's le- like if the story was structured as in like Araragi's doing this, he's getting all horned up, but if there was some kind of acknowledgement of a separation. Between, like, this is what he's doing and this is, like, okay. But there is none. It's very much just, like, it's, like, the girls are just so into it constantly. And that's what makes it, like, weird. And and it the show wants you to be as into it as he is. And that's why it feels as bad as it does.
2: Yeah. Uh, other than that, I, I uh, am into the story. I'm really into the characters. Nearly all of them. I would say are my favorites, even though, uh, Kanbaru is my number one.
0: Uh, Hell yeah. Man, is Kanbaru just everyone's, like, all the time? Like, I feel like this is a consistent thing, because she's just owned so much.
2: She's fun. Yeah. She's really fun, yeah. Ugh. Uh, one thing about Bake that I really like, even though, uh, even though its animation isn't, uh, the best, uh, to say the least, it's, it makes really good use out of its uh, wildly different ways to depict stuff. Like, a big technique that's used throughout is uh, real-life uh, photography or images compiled uh, into collages or shit for, like, flashbacks or internal monologue processing. And that shit owns. Like, it's it's very... Uh, it makes a n- what could be s- really stagnant Painful to sit through, uh, at least ve- exciting, propels itself forward.
0: Yeah. I, um, yeah. You know, I'm glad to see, like, I feel like, John, you can truly understand now why I'm like, damn, Monogatari. Wish I could recommend it to people. <laughs>
2: it's it's also got that barrier of being a light novel adaptation for it's, sure it's super obvious like it almost feels like you're reading just uh walls of text at times uh that sort of pretension
1: yeah i have I have a weird opinion here and i don't I don't know if it's fair because the thing that I experienced was not. Hakemonogatari, it was the prequel, but I almost feel like I would enjoy it more as a book. I feel like I would enjoy reading it or listening to it as a, an audiobook more than I would watching an anime. And I know that's crazy, but I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I would.
2: I've read a number of the uh, translated books, uh, so I can actually chime in on that But uh, it's I, I think... If, the, if stuff about the anime turns you off in that regard, the books would probably be good, but at the same time, there's like, there's quite a bit that the anime uh, cut out in terms of dialogue and banter, uh, like, I'd say at least uh, 20 uh, to 30% of the uh, back-and-forth banter was cut into okay. adapting it as an anime.
1: But look, all I'm going to say is is that I I am not without power. You don't have to question my power because I did listen to that audiobook mostly while I was on a plane. And that (laughs) audiobook starts off with Otter being extremely horny over panties, and it basically ends with him groping a girl's boobs. And I was sitting next to people listening to that, and I had to sit there with a straight face, not not getting any not not getting flustered you know i'm not getting a f- embarrassed i had to put my fucking stone gaze on the window and just bear it because i was like i don't have anything else to do on this plane i don't want to have to dig out my ga- my game boy advance right now i just want to i just want to l- finish this fucking book but i have to listen to aradagy touching was big ass titties and i need to do it while these two old ladies are sitting next to me <laughs> That's what's happening right now. And I did that, so don't question my power. (laughs) I mean, it it is very commendable.
2: And uh, they don't get rid of that bit in the Kizu movies, but uh, all the anime adaptations are less horny than their uh, respective book parts. Doesn't
0: that worry you, just hearing that?
1: (laughs) It does a little bit. Like, that's just a a
2: constant in all the light novels. They're just hornier.
0: Um... Yeah. on It is good. I, yeah. I, 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 um, yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to say, like, I, I, I said a little bit, like, knowing more about these characters and knowing, like, more about, like, their past and like issues like that's like later in monogatari you get to see like oh kambaru has had a really shitty mom actually and stuff like that like it really makes a, a lot more things make sense like when kambaru talks about the monkey paw uh in her arc and she's like my mom wanted me to be able to solve things on my own and be strong enough to not use the magic mummy thing and it's like yeah uh, i guess and it's like oh her mom's a dick okay this makes more sense like her mom's a bad mom mm-hmm. um but yeah uh anything else anyone wants to say about monogatari i want to say the soundtrack's great oh yeah oh yeah absolutely the music rules like the concept of them having a character song by the voice actress for each character like fantastic and the ending is i don't actually like many of the other monogatari endings even if the openings all hold up really good uh but the ending to bakke monogatari is fantastic
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah
2: the animation as well uh, yeah for that is superb
0: oh yeah that style that they go into uh is really great and the cinematography in the openings also are just all mm-hmm. really good even if the kambaru one's a little uh mash over your head yeah
2: i will say uh if people uh wanted to check out more monogatari but they were unsure i'd recommend the kizu movies because those can be watched uh first or second uh it's they're pretty different stylistically which might be uh, a good thing for some people uh really all the monogatari parts have different like uh genres or styles to them but keys is the most uh different Mm -hmm. i'd say in both regards so i can at least definitely recommend those to people who are still interested in malangatari
0: all right okay uh do you want to read some opinions john did we get some opinions yes i do
1: uh, you can have the podcast, but you can take me. Uh, you can take the opinions/slash questions uh, out of my cold, dead hands. Um, so uh, let's see here. Uh, do, do you want to do just opinions, or do you want to do the questions about Monogatari as well?
0: Why not do both? I guess if they're about Monogatari, then I figure it makes sense to do them now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, we got we got quite a few here. So uh, let's see here. Um, alright, uh, first question here is from Monocle Minotaur, who, uh, asks, did Monogatari get you interested in Nisio Isin enough to check out his other works? If yes, Katanagatari is almost as equally well-written as Monogatari while being dramatically less quote-unquote problematic. Um, I mean, I kind of felt like I was a little bit more interested when I listened to Kizu, and, uh, I'm definitely considering checking out Katana Gatari now that a lot of people have dropped, name dropped
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch it for a very long time. Cause it seems like exactly my shit. Uh, but I, I, they're all like an hour long each episode of it. So they're, that's yeah. been a little daunting.
2: What's, uh, what's interesting about all of those episodes is that they were each released a month apart to uh, reflect each month which is why they're all double length so it's it's quite a beast yeah that's interesting uh as for the question uh Mm -hmm. yeah monogatari was definitely got me to check out his other stuff but mainly katana gutari which yeah easy recommend
1: what other things has he done other than the guitaris (laughs) has he done anything
0: uh, has he done anything i don't know I, he did like a zodiac thing uh it was like some like zodiac fighting anime right I, it's probably books manga yeah. oh that I, um it was zodiac like powers. uh yeah and i i i actually own this over here before i was even into monogatari i own this book yeah he wrote a death notebook oh yeah Uh, That's all about L solving a murder mystery, and you can fucking tell he wrote it. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh He also Uh,
2: did a Madaka box. Oh Uh, yeah, huh? Although I'm I'm not quite into that one. So
1: let's see here. Uh, Harlequin Wheels asks um, questions: Platinum Disco or Renai Circulation? What's your favorite quote in the show? Um. I mean, Platinum I, f- I feel like, look, I made a tweet that, uh, basically, uh, sums up my opinion of Renai Circulation, which, um, again, I'm, I'm making a Drill reference, because I, f- I, I just think about Drill quite often, I guess.
0: Renai Platinum. Circulation. Oh. I see. Renai Circulation. I don't I blame both. you.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't blame you either. I love both, but if I had to pick
0: one... Renai Circulation really brings to mind the old days of osu and uh fucking playing that
2: That's what. It, oh my god, yeah.
0: And uh I will say that Renai Circulation has the bonus of uh le- having that great follow up with the uh Natico arc in um Monogatari's second season. Oh yeah. And uh with Delusion Express Yeah, it's like
2: and that OP is also uh really good. But the the Platinum of, Disco songs.
0: Platinum Disco,
2: Disco. Platinum Disco is. I didn't like it the first time I watched Nisei. It. I had to rewatch it in order to really appreciate it. Uh, oh.
0: It's like, that was the shining star to me watching Nisei. Other than Kaiki, who I love, yeah. was just the like. do 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 do. It's great. It's really good. Yeah.
1: Here we go, um, using the toilet when I hear Renai Circulation start to play I do what I must, I stand tall in complete agony as shit runs down my leg
0: <laughs>
1: That is, that, that is how I feel about that song um,
0: It's, it's really good It's really, really good All of them are That's what I'm gonna say There's a great opening in the second series of Monogatari, where Kaiki and Gahara do like an 80's anime song Holy shit and it's the I have to show this to you, John, later. But it is incredible because Kaiki Singer is singing like Kaiki would. That's yeah. very good.
1: Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Th- does anyone here have a favorite quote? Because I'll be honest, I don't. I don't think I do. Like I, I don't know.
2: I don't know everything. I just know what I know. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs>
1: my my favorite one my favorite quote is um when uh Senjo Gahara showed up and said oh fuck i forgot i left my weed sandwich at home i'll be back and then she went back home to pick up her weed sandwich <laughs> that was the best quote
2: my favorite quote is actually uh M.A. Ocean are just saying, there's no difference
0: between good and bad things, you fucking <laughs> morons. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I, I, I really like um, when Kanvaru just says that she's a lesbian. Especially like, just when she's going on this, like th- she's explaining the whole monkey's paw thing, and she's like, yeah, I figured I'd get the hard thing out of the way. I'm glad now you won't get phased by anything. <laughs> I'm a lesbian. And he's just like, uh. And she's like, idiot.
2: No, I guess I should clarify. I'm a homosexual.
0: Oh, or when she says uh, she'll be the uke to his seam. Yeah, but it was. That it's was h- it too. it's
1: seme, isn't it?
2: Seam? I
0: know it's seme.
2: Yeah,
0: it's seme. Seems,
1: seems,
0: Seem, seems close enough, I guess. Seam? No, it's seme. Is that some kind it of it really humor
1: joke that you're throwing yeah
0: maybe on the I don't podcast? know don't <laughs> do that. Um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> how do you want to move on next yes. next opinion question yes.
1: um we got two questions from chainsaw i mean i guess they're one's a question and one's an opinion one of them is just in all caps Kanbaru is a lesbian which y-
0: yes that's true yeah
1: yeah I, I guess that's not an opinion that's just like a fact i guess um and then uh this question here is uh who is the cutest girl of all time and why is it hitagi senjogahara
0: She's oh. really cute. She's she's off the shits. She's, like, on a whole other level. She is, like, the most awkward little dweeb ever, and it owns. She scares me. I don't know if I'd... She scares you, really? Because I feel like initially that would be the thing, but the more you see of her, you realize, oh, she's just a dweeb. I mean, like, she she's a total dweeb. I mean, she scare me, scare
1: me, but, like, I don't know, I... Like y- 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 I I think I think I saw someone like talking about like how like Arataki doesn't like respond at all to her like hitting on him so hard, you know what? That's because y'all aren't. It's because y'all aren't guys like me, right? I get that. <laughs> okay, that's how yeah, that I would act. Sense. Okay,
2: so <laughs> it really does make
1: sense. So y'all just don't know. Okay. Some, sometimes you need a man's perspective.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, John. Finally, we Someone have the said. diversity quota for the podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, mul- multiple people asked. Like, not not only did Chainsaw ask, but another completely separate anonymous user did just ask who best girl is so i guess we have to go around and say who our favorite girl is from the show are are we just all going to say kanbaru i guess so yeah
0: um hmm. this is tough because i love kanbaru but also um the first arc of um uh the next season has really good stuff Hanakawa. Like, really good stuff, and it makes Hanakawa seem like really, 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 really good.
2: Um, Even better than she already is, somehow.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's like, wow, okay, this is fantastic. But Kambaru is consistently amazing throughout the entire series. <laughs> so, like, like, Hana Monogatari is great. Uh, that's Extremely. where she's the narrator. And, uh, She's just great the entire time, so I guess we always going to say it's Kambar, our new mascot. There we go. She,
2: she's my favorite. My second favorite doesn't even get introduced until the third season, so just by
0: default. Is it, o- o- it Ogi?
2: Uh, it's uh, Whitegrass Sadachi. Oh! Ogi's also good.
0: I mean, that's a good choice.
1: I mean, I'll be honest, if they didn't pull the fuck shit with her... I would say Hachikuji, just because I like how, like, she keeps up with Aradagi and, like... Yeah. They can go back and forth, but the creepy stuff throws that out the window. Like, if, if if it was just her just being a little shit gremlin to him, and him having to put up with it, it would be... Absolutely, she would be my... That would have been my favorite part, but it's just... it's It's been soiled. Um
2: very understandable
1: see i think i think i would just say Well,
0: same thing like shinobu is also has the same thing where like later shinobu's not really in bakke but the later stuff Shinobu's really good but again it's the whole like ah yes it's the little girl who's seven million years old or whatever it's the fuck
1: shit it's there it's always there
2: what's what's truly incredible about that is that they pull that fuck shit with three different characters (laughs) they do they really do Cause there's also Yatsugi, who's a hundred-year-old corpse who's reanimated, but she's she's only been dead a hundred years. She's seven or something, but hmm. it's God. It's this series has some fuckship moments.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we have another opinion here. Um, this this opinion is a uh, pretty. Um, I don't know if vitriolic is the word that I'll use, but this person seems to really be upset about the um about the bad shit in Monogatari, and I get it. But um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna just kind of go through it a little bit. Um, uh, Monogatari can be creepy as hell with its incestual and pedophilic undertones. I know the word pandering has baggage, but it panders real hard to a certain audience of creepy men. Maybe saying it fucking sucks is going too far because it does have its qualities, is stylish, has substance, but I can't get over the gross parts. What is up with that? I mean, I I, f- I feel like we kind of went over yeah. that and you know yeah. we discussed it. It's I I, I completely understand.
2: <laughs> yeah, if if th- yeah, I it's totally reasonable for people to just completely not want to put up with more of that shit. Mm-hmm. I get it.
1: Uh, and then finally, uh, Rose, your girlfriend, Natalie, uh, s- straight up linked me a paste bin.
0: <laughs> she sure, that sounds like something she would do.
1: So she wrote She wrote a good amount about this. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read the whole thing here. Um, I think Bake Monogatari is really outstanding despite itself and its horniness issues. Rewatching it was interesting because in Bakemonogatari, a lot of the events that take place and things we learn about the characters show many more creases and nuances when looked on with foreknowledge of what we see and later learn in the series. It's a bit of a masterclass on how to adapt a dialogue-heavy light novel to the screen, and in this way it's pretty much the opposite of the problems Haruhi apparently had. The staff's top-class understanding of visual presentation and the stark, creative ways they apply to it Match very naturally with the tone and the cadence of the writing. "'We see a world and its stories that are equally as relatable and human as they are fantastical. "'I find that it's rare for this balance to be achieved so deftly, "'and I think that's the biggest single reason that Bakemonogatari has stuck with me so strongly "'and won me as a latecomer fan of the series as a whole.'" P.S. There's a sequence in Bakemonogatari that one rose of huge fame told me afterwards had for years made her think of me— it was very sweet and sentimental. Ugh. I won't blow up her spot all the way, but know, Chuchigatari listeners, that she does indeed have a very soft center under her edgy exterior. Happy birthday, Rosie. And yes, happy birthday, Rose. We're recording this on her birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, woohoo. PPS. Nisei Monogatari, the next part of the series following baki is absolutely dire in comparison to Baki Monogatari <laughs> yeah. and by comparison to everything after Nisei 2. Nisei Monogatari is tragically low point from which the series swiftly picks back up, but it's a low point whose events are just important enough that they shouldn't be skipped. It sucks really bad, but it's worth it.
0: Yeah.
2: I guess, yeah. And Nisei's, Nisei has its moments and has good elements despite itself. Which it is, is Kaiki. Yeah, Kaiki is really good. Uh, mm-hmm. The Fire Sisters are really good.
0: Parts of them are really There was a... Yeah, parts... Th- th- little bit of a derail, but there's this part in Nisei Monogatari that really sums up how Nisei Monogatari is, and honestly, Monogatari as a whole, where it's Karen, uh, Araragi's sister, talking to Araragi, it's very normal, and they're having, like, a fun back and forth, and it's just, like, completely and utterly normal, and like, oh yeah, this this is why I like Monogatari. Instantly, she lays down on the bed, and it cuts to a full shot of her feet, and then she just starts being, like man, you ever get horny? Or something like that, like, instantly? And it's just, like, that, like, leads into the toothbrush scene, I think, eventually? And it's just, like, a nightmare.
2: Like, that whole it's, ep— They spend an entire episode setting up just for that toothbrush. Thing. Yeah. And it, it's just, like, what the fuck
0: is wrong with this? Like, does,
1: what is wrong with this? Does, does the episode start with her being, like, Oh shit, I got something stuck in my teeth, and then it just, like— No. It, it just plays, like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. The fucking toothbrush scene Is a nightmare and then it's even more of a nightmare That it ends with like the other sister Being like I'm going to kill both of you I'm going to the hardware store to buy an axe And it's like whoa
2: Okay That's just how Suki is
0: She roadrunners away She does <laughs> roadrunner legs and goes whoa, whoa, whoa. She got yeah, meen- That okay. bit's actually like- That's a good bit that she does all the time Cause she's a phoenix Bird Mm.
1: Well, I think that's that's uh that's all we got about Bakemonogatari. So, uh, Rose, do you wanna do you wanna yeah. direct us to the next place? We're all
0: in? right. So, I don't know about you guys,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but I haven't watched much anime in the past two weeks. I watched all of Bakemonogatari. That feels like watching three animes It does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I love that, but still uh, oh, if we, the, uh didn't,
2: we didn't even yeah. touch on the last three episodes i just realized
0: oh yeah do you want to just I'd... quickly if you want to yeah go for it
2: yeah basically the those came out after the tv run ended still part of the season uh it's actually about hanakawa uh the animation's gorgeous because they spent literal months on each episode uh it's hanakawa is very good uh is actually good in that arc. Uh, I, it, it, it's the first point in the Monogatari series that I felt like the writing truly shines, uh, just because by that point, I think, uh, Nisui-san got the, got an idea of what he wanted to do with characters, uh, in Monogatari, and just really started to, uh, go in on his, uh, concept about childhood, uh, Uh, and teenagehood trauma and worries and anxieties and it works really well for hanakawa poor hanakawa
1: feel better soon hanakawa if you're listening out there
0: hanakawa is just so good and all of her arcs after that i will say the uh hanakawa um white i think it is is well no black is which one's first it's black is first and then it's white right okay black is i'm not a big fan of uh, that because it feels very much like same monogatari um like very just very horny and sort of unnecessary but th- this arc at the end of buck monogatari and the first arc of monogatari season two all about Hanakawa, it's just fantastic and made me really love her when i was very indifferent to her before mm-hmm. um this is a really great job of humanizing her
1: because if you just kind of... Sh- like, she just kind of shows up in the anime, and she she's just, like, an en- uh, basically an encyclopedia. And, like... Yeah. It's kind of cute how she acts. You know, she's just like, I just know what I know. Like, it's cute. But, like, if you don't have that background from the original story, like, I... Like, if, if I hadn't listened to that audiobook previously, I would have been like, who the fuck is this girl? Why is she showing up out of nowhere? Like, it would have just been weird, and, like, that's really the only reason why I didn't bring that up. Like, it it's kind of confusing that that is a prequel instead of just being the first story, because like without that information, it's just like, I don't know who the fuck this girl is.
2: (laughs) I I guess, uh, they did release Kizu first when they, uh, translated that into English. Uh, and I believe Niso considers Kizu to be first as well for people who want to just watch that first.
1: Yeah, because it so. really wouldn't make any sense. Like, she would just be this random girl that he's hanging out with, and then she just shows up every once in a while to, like, fill him in on, like, a couple of back backstory back details about, like, Gahara and that's, like, it. Yeah. It's,
0: you know, something that I really like about Monogatari is it reminds me of the presentation of Twin Peaks, which is my favorite show. Uh, they have a lot of the similar things where they take a long time to do things that are very simple and there's something that i appreciate about that
1: you have compared twin peaks to a lot of shows that have frustrated me so i know <laughs> <Yeah. very laughs> never well watch <laughs> twin
0: peaks john <laughs> Kyle,
1: never McLaughlin, Kyle i'm sorry you seem like a sweet dude but i can't watch your show i'm sorry
0: oh <laughs> uh, no it's fine it, 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 it's very divisive there's a I, I i have a lot of patience for these things i don't know i find it fascinating the focus on uh a lot of m- both mundane things as well as just like mundane scenes uh yeah mm-hmm. it, it, there's something about it to me uh, but all right let's get into the real podcast uh trixie this is oh. one we can both talk about uh the neverland is so so you right here tell me tell me about how you feel about it because i feel like i feel the same way
2: yeah uh it finished, and when all is said and done, I just, I couldn't get into it like everyone else was getting into it. Uh, it's, it's just, I, I don't know, there's, it does a lot right, but also a lot wrong, I feel. Uh, it's, I can't stand the way people talk in the show, and that's fresh coming off mm-hmm. of Monogatari. <laughs> yeah, but, right. <laughs> but like, There's just something about the way everyone in Promise Neverland talks that, like, drives me up a wall. No, I totally get you. If I could, uh, figure it out better and be more specific, I could, but, yeah.
0: I I think it can be best summed up by a meme that John retweeted yesterday, actually, that was about, uh, it was like, children in real life like, cheering or whatever, and doing two plus two equals five, and then children in the promised Neverland, and they had, like, fucking thousands of theories on the board, and the <laughs> child had abs and was doing push-ups. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: that's pretty much all, all the kids in the show. Even, like, there's this, like, three-year-old who becomes... Uh, Phil, yeah. Phil, yeah. he's He gets a little bit more important towards the end, and he talks like a fucking adult. Like, I... That's... It's so... It's so maddening, uh, but it, it, it's a pretty show. It looks nice.
0: Yeah, and the, the opening will never not make me be like, Mofi, it's like yeah. fucking great.
2: It's, uh, it's a good opening.
0: Um, I know I feel the same way about uh, as you do about it. Uh, one of my problems with it was that it was never clear what they were being educated on in their home as well as, like, what access to media they had. Because, like, all of a sudden, like, Ray knowing about Molotov cocktails and stuff like that, is like, why do you know what a Molotov cocktail is yeah. when you've lived in this post-apocalyptic world, like, or whatever, like, isolated from everything they, else?
2: They have a library, but that that's just kind of hand-wavy about yeah. a lot of stuff, so... There's, there's a lot of setting up for another season, and it's gonna be a different setting, but I wonder if it's, like, even worth continuing just to S- see where the, it goes.
0: The wildest thing to me is a friend had tweeted about it, and I, I was actually shocked to find out that, like, this anime ended on, like, chapter 35 or something, and the current manga is on, like, chapter 150? It, it,
2: it goes on, and I...
0: I don't know. How? Yeah, how is... Uh, like... No. I have two worries. One worry is that, like... Well, this isn't a worry. This is a complaint with the series. I feel like if there's a pacing, I feel like it could have been a lot faster. It could have been a lot faster than what they did. Like, they spent a lot of time, and you, you can appreciate that to a degree, I feel like, right? Like, yeah. yeah, they took their time, and, like, it was very deliberate, and so they could end on, like, what's a big thing. Like, they'd spend the whole series basically plotting their escape. But then, like there's a lot of episodes where they just do nothing and they don't even really build up any characters much. It's like they spend like 10 minutes having Gilda and, uh, the, uh, the other man, the, oh, what's his name? Don,
2: I... Oh yeah.
0: Dawn. Uh, break into the mom's room. And then that accomplished like nothing. Basically. They learned like, that she speaks to the outside world. Even like, yeah. though like yeah. mother sister Crone already said that anyway. Like it was just like, Okay, it was just really weird. There was a lot of like time spent and I'm just like I wonder if they could have done this better, and my actual worry is that it will become like attack on Titan. That's I, my worry
2: i I think it'll be different from that, but i I don't know that the pacing is gonna get any better if uh if it if there's a hundred fifty plus chapters and yeah. we only got the first thirty five I don't know. Uh I I also really did not like uh uh Isabella as an antagonist by the end.
0: Yeah, the ending especially was very strange. I feel like where it was just like they they uh, give
2: okay. her a redemption arc in the final episode. It was the, so weird.
0: Something that got me is like it, it is almost a disappointment is I thought that maybe she was like had some sort of elaborate plan like, over the course of the series or something, based on, like, little things that she was doing that involved, like, actually helping them or something. Yeah. Or, like, that she had, like, some sort of long con planned out, but then it was just, like, no, she was just complicit and evil, and then she just took her hair down and then decided to not be evil, and And, it was like, And even when,
2: and even, like, and even then they build up to making you think that she's an elaborate evil mastermind, uh, But she doesn't really have an evil plan by the end. She just- I like to- I guess I liked the show better when it presented itself as a back and forth of, like, witty, uh, outwitting the other side. Like, that was fine, and then it just stopped being that. Yeah, like six
0: episodes in! It, like, all of a sudden was just like, oh, well, they both know now, so they're just sort of going at it, I guess. Yeah, like, they is- didn't have to do any more outwitting, it was just waiting for the plan to go.
2: Yeah, which is why I liked Ray initially, because he was, like, the impetus behind that back-and-forth, uh, cat kind of thing, but then- but then by the time the anime stopped being that, he just was a sad, mopey boy, which is fine, but it's- it's so weird.
0: One of the most crazy things that they tried to pull was Ray remembering things from when he was Fuck a fetus. That, I, I lost <laughs> what? my shit. At, oh,
2: so, <laughs> <He> like, <just laughs> so a large part of the story's plot is driven by the fact that Ray, one of the three kids, remembers literally everything that happened in his life, including when he was a fetus, which is why he knows what the situation in the show is like in the first place, which Excuse is- Excuse me. It's the, And the, the they just drop that info like it's nothing, as well. Yep. Like, they expect- they just want you to buy into that, like, mm-hmm, yeah. He, he just it's remembers like, everything from the fetus.
0: John, remember when you were complaining about how in Monogatari they, like, drop, like, a random fact and spend a little bit on it? For, like, no reason? They treat it with, like, that gravitas, where he's just like, you know. Fetal Remembrance Syndrome or whatever, and they all just and like Norman and Emma just nod at him like, "Yes, of course." <laughs> like what? No one's like, "That's fake." You're making this up. Uh-huh. Everyone just accepts it that he remembers his fetus life. Great. Yeah, it's explains genius babies. The mut- the monsters, the demons figured out how to make genius babies, baby God. geniuses.
2: And and when they had that flashback of like. Isabella and Ray meeting each other. That's how Ray, uh, even remembers Isabella, because despite being separated as a baby, he just remembers what she looks like. Because baby, memory, fetus... So dumb.
0: Yeah. It's a show of really poor logic, I will say that. And even, it was enjoyable for a while, but... I don't know, I, I, I'll wait and see if maybe it gets better. Like, I'm interested to see the angle that they work off of now that they are, have escaped. Yeah, um, the,
2: they announced a the second season like the yeah. day the last
0: episode aired. So, I I'm I, not surprised. Yeah. Like this is apparently one of the biggest manga in Japan right now, or something. It's like one of shonen jump's biggest. Things. Yeah.
2: I I guess the second season will pretty much solidify the tone
0: for the rest of the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, John. Yes? Why don't you, get, before we go back into another collaborative topic, because yes. I feel like there's one that we could really go in on, uh, tell us about your, like, little weekly updates, like, you know, your Pokemons, et cetera. Oh,
1: boy. Okay, so...
0: <laughs> Guzma's there now, right?
1: Yeah, so, um... Yeah, we had, our, we, we had our Pokemon update. You know how we always have our Pokemon update. Folks, Pokemon's fucking nuts. You know how it goes. So before we get to the Guzma shit, I want to touch upon what happened the week before, because they're you know they're swinging around. Um, they're they they were like oh shit, we got one more Ultra Beast to talk about. They completely forgot one of the Ultra Beasts before this series ended, so they were like all right we got we got to advertise this last one. So they did the Feromosa episode. Um, now. I'm not going to say anything. Uh so Meowth like extended and it was fucked up. Um and the whole thing was that Pheramosa just wanted to collect everyone's Z crystals. That was it. So it was just running around and stealing Z crystals from people and uh beating them up and then uh was disrespecting Meowth. And it was it it wasn't really anything interesting. It was just like, oh, whatever. Farmose exists. But then the next episode was like, oh, hey, Kukui's announcing the Pokemon League. They're doing it. They're doing that shit. But
0: they're not doing it on the summit, it doesn't seem like, which is, you know, interesting. Sounds like what they do usually. I mean, like, they they, they do end up going to, like, Indigo Plateau and everything. like. But, like, it was just like a bullshit tournament that had nothing to do with anything most of the time, right?
1: Yeah, basically, the, this one, it, like, the the Aether Foundation is just building a huge stadium out in, in the ocean. That's what they're doing. Um, so that's, I guess, where the contest is going to happen. I'm guessing maybe once the Pokemon League happens, maybe whoever wins that will go fight Kukui on top of the summit. Um, actually, someone pointed this out to me, and I didn't know this. Because I tweeted something along the lines of, well, I'm still pissed that they didn't give us a good alternate Charisma remix, but I hope that they do a good remix for Battle at the Summit, because that's another really good song from Sun and Moon. But I guess they already did it in an older episode, so I'm going to have to dig that up and listen to it, because I do really like that song. But we'll see if it's better than the Smash version, because the Smash version is really fucking good. Um, But yeah, so Kugui announces it. Uh and Guzma sees it on TV, and Guzma's pissed because he's thinking about how the he, he's like, No, I'm the strongest trainer, and these fools at the Pokemon League are just wasting their time because I'm so strong. And so he shows up to the Pokemon school and he's like, Kukui, I'm gonna destroy you. I'm gonna destroy your Pokemon league before it can <laughs> wow. even happen. But Ash runs up and Ash is like, Oh, well. I'll fight you instead. So, Ash and Guzma fight for a little while, but, like, Guzma's Galiskopod it is actually, like, strong enough to fend off Ash's Pikachu for a while, but then Ash's Pikachu gets a hit in, and then, uh, Galiskopod's ability, which is, like, the cowardly ability where it goes back in the Pokeball, like, kicks in. So, Guzma just goes, Well, you're not worth the effort. I'm just gonna leave. So, he leaves, and it you know nothing really crazy happened it was just like oh they're introducing guzma and it's just when i I felt kind of not weird per se but it was just like it was very different because um like when in the in the game you start to feel like sorry for guzma pretty quickly yeah and i mean i'm sure that they'll, they'll get to it but like, I, I just think about how, like, pretty much immediately how he started breaking down in front of Kukui and how like easily Lusamine was pushing him around and you know, Lusamine is not that character in this show, so I wonder how they're going to how they're gonna do that. Because he's gonna get in a battle with Ash and Ash's Pikachu is gonna beat up his Galiscopod, and then Ash is gonna be like, Maybe if you were friends with your Galiscopod it'll be good for you and then he'll be like yo yo i guess i'll be a friend and then that's it i don't fucking know
0: i feel like a big thing also from the way you've talked about team skull is they seem a lot less like funny nincompoop style like they are in pokemon sun oh no like they 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 are but they but would you say like that that like the way that everyone talks about team skull in like alola in the games is they talk about them as if they are just like teens who have had it rough basically Like, I've been playing Ultrasun and even then, they're still talking about, like, yeah, you know, those sort of things. Like, I mean, hell, uh, fucking uh, Nanu, uh, like, his whole thing was, like, he was there to basically take care of them and watch over them and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. keep them out of trouble.
1: Yeah.
0: And, Um, like, I feel like it was really easy to see that they weren't bad really in those games. They were just, like, misguided and, like, Idiots, I guess.
1: They they're presented as just in in the anime, they're just presented as like completely ineffectual villains. Like they show up and they just get uh-huh. their asses whooped faster than Team Rocket. Like that's basically their thing. Um, I mean, Guzma has this shit in somewhat order, and then like the 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 girl's name is Plumerina, right, or something like that, Plumeria.
0: Yeah, Plumeria.
1: Plumeria, she. Also, just kind of shows up and she's basically just like, "All right, y'all get in line." And they're just like, "Okay, Big sis, yes, yes, we'll do it, we'll do
0: it." Okay, as long as they have the Big sis thing in, because I was gonna say that was a very enduring part of her, like, yeah, she's, character, She's character was like, "I just want to look out for these idiots." Like, yeah. Um.
1: So that's still there, but uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's how most of the Pokemon story is that it is a little it is a little neutered compared to how it was in the game. Because they kind of have to because they're trying to do a serialized super kitty version of it. Um, but I guess we'll see you know I I, I hope they pull off the Guzma stuff because the Guzma stuff is like second to the Lily stuff, the best stuff in Sun and Moon. Um, but speaking of Lily uh, in the like teaser for this next episode, I don't know what they're doing with this. They show Lily having a Magearna. If you know what a Magirna uh, is, it's that, like, fairy-type, steel-type, uh, like, legendary. It's cute,
0: but I never see anyone talk about Magirna ever, so maybe that's their goal.
1: Yeah, I guess so, but it's just, it's really fucking weird. I guess she's gonna get, like, her Z-ring and have a fucking Magirna. Um I don't know, its it seems like they're gonna, they're, uh, she might, because they're making a big deal of, like, everyone joining in the Pokemon League. Like, it's not just going to be Ash who's going to challenge it. Like, I guess the whole class is going to. Which is also why, like, a bunch of the other characters' Pokemon evolved recently. Like, everyone's got some form of evolution uh, now. But Lily still just has an Alolan Vulpix and nothing else. And it's not even that strong of an Alolan Vulpix. So... They're probably going to have to give her a legendary Pokemon, so she has some kind of shot at the Pokemon I mean, that's League. what
0: they just did for fucking Malo, right?
1: They sure... Well, they did, but she still had the fully evolved form. She still had the, the, the fucking uh, Dom Pokemon. I don't remember its name. She still has the kicking the, Pokemon.
0: Oh, yeah, the kicking one.
1: So, like, she could have held her own, but then also she has a Shaman, which... <laughs>
0: Oh, I love Shaymin. I'm so glad that they did that.
1: It's cute, but it's still just like, it just showed up out of fucking nowhere. And it was just like, that's a legendary, that's a, no, that's not a legendary, that's a mythical Pokemon that's just showing up, <laughs> and she's just carrying
0: it Are around. Are you going to walk up to this girl who just has like a Shaymin, she's just hanging out at like, whatever they're doing the Pokemon, we go up to her and you're like, sorry, you have a mythic Pokemon? I don't know about this one.
1: It's, it's weird. And I mean, I think Mageern is also, uh, I don't know if it's a legendary or mythic, but it's up there. It's it's crazy. And they're like treating it like it's like a family heirloom. Like the, I have I, I just watched the like little like end teaser thing, but it's like in a fucking cabinet. It's not alive. Like it's just in a fucking cabinet. So they're gonna like open it up and be like, here Lily, turn this robot on. It's now your Pokemon. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be really weird. And and I think they're also going to touch upon their missing dad. Cause there was that whole bit, like I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Where they went into like the fucking dead mist and met all the dead people and then their dad wasn't there, so their dad is still alive. Um so I don't fucking know. It's it's weird. It's gonna be fucked up. Um but th- there's your Pokemon update. Um We'll see what happens.
0: Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. So how much longer do you think is left?
1: I think they're going to run it up to when Sword and Shield come out, because that's what they've been doing the last few times. It's gonna be like, the ending of Sun and Moon is gonna happen like a week or two before Sword and Shield come out, and then Ash is just gonna go to Galar. So. Alright. Yeah.
0: Um... So do you want to d- d- another? And d- d- listen, yes. Another anime that's going to go on for a while. Mm-hmm. Jojo, I actually finally got to watch some fucking Jojo. Nice. Uh, I've been in the hell, like I've said. Uh, one of my girlfriends, we we watched like in a group and stuff, and she's just been busy, busy, busy. But we watched like ten or something. Got Damn. up to a little past King Crimson. Nice. Like it better now, but like. I think the our running commentary when we're watching it is just constantly like, man, fuck Jorno's fucking stand all the time and Jorno is just like remembering like the whole car thing again and then like when he's like he turned the turtle into a brooch and then Gay hunted to Bruno And I was just like, I forgot about this uh. <laughs> And then Bruno's ghost coming out of his body And it's like, no, Bruno, go away
2: <laughs> Even Giorno just, doesn't know how that happened, I guess
0: No one knows how that happened he, He's not entirely to blame for that one I guess. Araki's to blame. Him and his <laughs> name. And like, our running theme has just been like, part four gets insane, but this is like, ridiculous, consistently, like, nonstop. It's just off the walls, they're off the shits. It's I guess insane. I Araki had to get out of his
2: system. You know? Ha- have at least one JoJo who's just ridiculously OP <sighs> and just let that be.
0: I did, like, baby Bruno episode, though, because it was just funny to see him, and I kept making the joke about level one baby or whatever. <laughs> level one noob and then level 30 capo. <laughs> like, this is how Mafia works.
1: I, I hate to see the small Jojo
0: boys. <laughs> 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 They're <laughs> nightmarish. They're, well, At least he looked like a baby this time. Like, he looked like a kid for once. Fucking barely. They still
1: have chiseled faces, like, made out of fucking stone. It's messed up.
0: Um, but you, you What do you think about Chojo right now, John?
1: It's okay I'm more caught up than you uh, I haven't seen the newest episode The Notorious the notorious Crash episode
0: uh, oh, That it, made me so mad name. <laughs> The B.I.G. was right there yeah. On the next episode preview And then they trans oh, It sucks ass It's really dumb
1: yeah, I, it's, oh wait, no, you did get, get caught up to it then?
0: No, I just saw that on Twitter. Okay. I saw someone say, like, for fuck's sake. Okay, yeah, yeah, fuck's... no. <laughs> I haven't seen that one.
1: But uh, that whole, the the episodes before that, that was such a just, oh, they need to pull shit out of their ass episode. Because b- on both sides, both the good guys and the bad guys were just like, hang on, we can come up with this stupid ass idea to try to keep fighting. Whatever, we'll keep fighting. Okay, here we go. The fucking shark coming out of the little droplets of water. And then... Norancia not being able to say what he means to say... Like I'm I'm shocked I, that it went on for so long because I feel like I, like yeah. Neronzi is such a dumbass. Like why like he does it like once, but why doesn't he do it consistently? Why doesn't he just say the opposite of what he needs to say? Like he did it like once, but he could have done it so many other times. It's like, "All right, Narancia, come on. Figure it out. You're a big boy."
2: Yeah. Th- that's a cool concept for a fight, but it's like it just went on too long, even by JoJo's fight standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also probably the most homoerotic thing in this entire series. <laughs> I'm
1: not saying a lot. Yeah. Just hang on. Don't worry. I'm gonna pet your. <laughs> I'm gonna pet your extremely muscular chest while we talk about <laughs> how we're gonna kill this guy.
0: Don't oh, worry about it. I- Hey, you know, we still have the entirety of Part 7, I feel like, is, you know, that's pretty uh, that's pretty up there in that terms of that content. Yeah, that's yeah. true,
2: but uh, Talking Heads and Clash is uh, it's oh, a... It's yeah. a close second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it feels weird as well, because they, like, like, literally killed off a gay couple before we even got to see them earlier in the show. <laughs> so just having this really... Wild homoerotic thing. There is like okay, sure.
1: <laughs> All right, Iraqi, you're on my I, good terms now. <laughs> I
2: I I mean I know that JoJo's is always gay, but it still feels weird to just have that dissonance there.
0: Yeah, sure. The blatant, like just yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> speaking of that, actually speaking of homoeroticism, uh, I've sorted it online update. Um they 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 killed horny jean d'Arc who was naked the entire time rip uh i hated it they so kirito just randomly just all of a sudden he said i'm going to defeat you and she said okay and he said haha and then he turned into the way he looks in the first sword art online series you know with his black outfit
1: yeah oh shit
0: and he picked up two swords and he just stabbed her with them and she said, wow, neither of those swords were made of metal, so you could kill me.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are the
0: odds? And he said, <laughs> And then she was like, I'm going to become God, and went up to the ceiling, but then the horny clown's ghost was alive and lit her on fire, and she died as he screamed, I'm so horny, I'm going to touch your boobs. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh-huh. And she said, you detestable clown, you detestable clown. <laughs> and then she died screaming and I was like wow that sucked and then uh Kirito this is the homoerotic part okay Kirito's uh, boyfriend yuji he died but he he died in Kirito's embrace as they touched each other on the shoulders holding each other very passionately and he he, he as he died his last words were you'll always be my hero Kirito ooh nice and it was very romantic they were playing like sad music and kirito was like so close to his face it was like wow but i can't believe he's dead and then this is the part that really got me there's two cores left of this right there's like 30 episodes or something
1: what the fuck
0: yeah, yeah. they're like so taking a break aren't they i think so and it's fucking hilarious too because the ending of the game is kirito's like well i guess maybe i should contact the real world now (laughs) and i was like what (laughs) and he just like goes up to this computer and logs into a terminal and connects to the voice to talk to people who are on the again boat out in the middle of the ocean that he's on and he just turns it on and hears assault rifles firing and the man's just like kirito you called just in time we're under attack (laughs) From, like, a fucking, like, army squad is in this base, like, just shooting up everyone. And he's like, you need to get everyone to safety. And then they're like, the last shot of the episode is just Kirito is, like, getting blue screened. Damn. And then also he remembered that Asuna existed because the guy said Asuna. And he was like, all right, Asuna. And I was like, that's your fucking wife. You have a child. (laughs) (sighs) It's a nightmare. That's what I'm going to say. Everything I just described is a nightmare. And uh, at the very least, the only other character that's left of the main cast is a woman who is an armor woman who doesn't like Kirito. So that's good. No more. Hopefully, class. the rest of the show will be about her. The show is named after her, so I don't know. <sighs> Great. Yeah, sort of on the... <laughs> <Instead> of fucking- <laughs> uh, the only other thing I'm going to t- talk about, and then we can just talk about a, cu- a couple of other things, uh, is I finished Little Witch Academia. going to mm-hmm. say the same things that I did. I t- kind of understand why you don't like the second half, Trixie, because it feels like it loses sight of completely what made the first half good. Yeah. Um, and I still like it, and I really like Chariot's character, still. Um, but it goes... The pacing's horrible it's, in the last, like, four yeah, episodes. It's, it's like, awful. Like, they, they like, forget half the cast exists. Like, Amanda does, like, nothing outside of that one episode in the last half. Um. And, like, it's just weird. It's just really weird because I thought the first half was, like, really good. It felt like a kid's show and stuff like that. And if they they could have kept that up while having that main arc going about Croy and stuff like that. Yeah. But they, it's like they totally cut off and they just didn't. It
2: was just yeah. all
0: about her. It was just so weird and like I, Yeah, I don't know. Like everything that happened in the last few episodes was just very lackluster, which was a shame cuz they also kind of like blew my mind in like episode 19 when they did the girl in the episode. That was great. It,
2: that is a that's a standout episode. Yeah. <laughs>
1: john have you ever seen little witch i have watched all of it i liked it a lot um well okay, but I, sick I, I, I definitely agree that with your complaints that they just completely undercut a lot of the characters at the end
0: yeah it's a shame because it's like th- that that one teacher who's mean all the time or whatever straight up only appears in the last part to just be like put in jail by Croy or whatever for a little bit. And it's like, you haven't done anything in literally 10 episodes. (laughs) like, why even bring her back? Why even remember that she exists? Like, it it felt weird because like, even though the second half half was supposed to be about Akko's like, self, like focus, like growth, self growth and like coming in touch with her emotions and stuff like that. She doesn't really until like the last episode. And like, not
2: only, it doesn't even- Not only that, but, like, the twist that she's the reason why chariots can't do magic, like,
0: that- Oh, you mean the- uh, the other way around? You mean chariots the reason? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like,
2: like, that kind of plays into the- fuck- the issues of, uh, Akko not being able to grow because of
0: contrived plot reasons, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, but I... But, like, my problem is, like, in the first half of the show, like, Ako grows a lot, and you see her, like, getting better and better and trying really hard to, like, work with the same thing that she, like, just being yeah. herself, but also, like, doing stuff, and then, like, the entire second half is just, like, this is supposed to be the more blatant way of saying that we want Akko to grow, and she doesn't at all, and she even says as much in that one episode where she climbs the tree, that she's not, like, trying to do any of the stuff that she's doing, she just wants to meet Chariot, she's, like, very, you know, immature in that sense, but... yeah. Like, they could have played off that at all. Instead of the last episode, just all of a sudden she's like, Yep, I did it. Magic. Stick. Magic. And it's <laughs> like, I guess, but I don't know. I will st- Again, though, the Gurren Lagann episode where they use literally every single major fight cut from uh, Gurren Lagann is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love that. I eat that up. I bet you do. <laughs> I do. I watched... I watched those movies again recently. <laughs> I bet you did. Right after uh, Little Witch. Yeah. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when will Trigger make something as good as those again? Fuck. Probably from there. Maybe. I hope so. I don't know. Lagan Hen is like, whoa, how do you knock that? Oh, man. Man. All right. No, 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 no. No, no, no girl <laughs> Lagan. Yeah, I'm host, and we could just make this about Gurren Lagan now, but I'm not going to. I'm mature, responsible. I'm not like Akko.
1: Do I do I got to take the hosting respons- no, responsibility? No 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 no, okay. no, no,
0: no, 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 <laughs> no, no. no, Karen Legan teaches us the message that we should rely on our friends and help each other. So I have to say <laughs> that uh, John, it's your chance to talk about <laughs> um, Psycho ending this week, right? That ended this week.
1: Yes, yeah. yes. The last episode of the season. Um, I am very happy that they seem to be drilling down. Like everything has been saying this. You're the drilling.
3: Last
1: they are being very adamant about saying that this is the end of the season, not the series. so I think we will be getting more which is a very good thing. I'm super happy about good.
0: that. Um, oh yeah did you see the OVA announcement? That yes. seems great Yes yes
1: yes but I, I do hope there's they continue because they left it off at a good place and I want to keep following along with these like I I will follow them forever. I'll follow them until the end of the sh- them until they cover the whole manga. I will happily do that, um, but it was great. It was it was absolutely fantastic. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous animation, just fantastic. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil it. Because people should just watch that whole show, the whole thing. Watch both seasons. Just wrap yourself around that show because it is just absolutely gorgeous, absolutely breathtaking, amazing writing, hilarious heartwarming like mob is one of the best characters in anime straight up i feel like he, he just his growth arc is one of the most like completely rational like it is like it it is exactly it's it's believable it's completely believable and it's just so heartwarming just having like watching this character start off as this incredibly quiet introverted you know Alone boy and turning into this just far more in in control of himself, far more happy, far like and and not just him but how he touches others' lives, and just watching that transpire and seeing how he's improved by others and others are improved by him, it's so heartwarming and it just it it makes yeah. you wanna it makes you wanna just call out to your friends and thank them and. For, for making you a little bit better because that's definitely what they do, you know. Yeah. So that's not psycho. It's yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. I can't wait for
0: for more. I hope there's more. But that's it. Well, that's not it because you watched one other thing Ah uh,
1: yeah, okay. You're right. For some reason I thought we talked about this earlier. Um I blew through all of Kagi sama I,
0: I predicted this.
1: Yeah, you did, and you were extremely right. I, I've said this. I just need to wait for you or your one of your girlfriends or Trixie or someone to pop in and say, hey, John, I think you would like this show, because you are usually right, and I eat it up, because that's happened pretty much every season. You've given me a show, and I've adored it. Like I did like Hina Matsuri, and like a uh, camp and now it's Kaguya-sama. Like Kagiyasam was incredible and I completely ate it up. It's hilarious. It's the last episode tore me to shreds. Um I mean we we've talked about the show quite a bit already, so I'm not going to go too in on it, but my god, it was just so funny and so heartwarming and it it makes you believe in love all over again. It really does. Um highly recommended um chica definitely should win best supporting actress though she's the best (laughs) Um, the
0: wild card
1: (laughs) just uh (laughs) that that whole part the second to last episode where she goes to the ramen place and just like yeah is an expert at eating ramen is so fucking funny (laughs)
0: The whole- everything about the ramen bit was hilarious, and then even more so in the last episode when it just, like, when Kaguya jumps out the window and it cuts to this taxi cab and the man just in it, and for a split second it flashes the title card of, this man is one of the four ramen kings. <laughs> I was just losing my mind for some reason. Well, th- they really flash that
1: for like a brief second at that point, but then later on, and then later, yeah, yeah, when he's like driving and he's like, "Hang on, y'all, don't tell anybody, but I'm gonna drive really fast." Like it flashes again, so it's just like, yeah, he's badass because he's one of the four ramen kings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that show has like the perfect blend of comedy and sincerity to me, mm-hmm. so that's why I compared it to Nietzsche Chijiao to you eventually. Like it was just like. Uh, like, those last two, like, the the ending of the last episode, of uh, episode 11, and then the beginning of episode 12 are just so, like, oh, Kaguya.
1: Yeah, like, the ending of episode 12 was definitely, was them just, like, not fully hitting the reset button, but that was them basically just being, like, we'll do a season 2, don't worry, the, the manga's gonna keep going, like, that was what that was, but... They did it in a way that it didn't feel cheap and it still felt like, yeah, we're, we can keep going, but their relationship still moved forward. So it's still believable and it's
0: still, still sincere. Um, I can relate extremely to uh, Shiragane at the ending of that episode where he's just, like, reflecting on all of, like, the one-liners he said to kaguya <laughs> and being like i want to die that was the worst oh my god <laughs> that was the worst thing and him like cleaning being like
1: ah well that's the thing rose you, you you might think it was embarrassing but the other person probably thought it was yeah really fucking cool so you know exactly
0: but it's like yeah but it's just like you'll remember it and be like oh no i, uh. d- I
1: do like um some, something that i noticed something that i really liked about the show was um with the character designs. I specifically yeah, I got specifically mm-hmm. hung up on Kaguya's cuz like probably her biggest asset is is her eyes. Like she's got the big red eyes and something that I really love about how all the other characters see her is her eyes are like drawn slightly differently or are seen slightly differently by each of the different characters. Like yeah. You know, like Shiragane will will see her, and when he's thinking about her in like a loving way, they'll be a little more lighter. Like you know, he's thinking about her in a loving way. And then sometimes when she's when he's thinking about her, like doing the like, oh how cute! Like they're just these like <laughs> menacing glare, <laughs> and like, uh, and then like when she's talking to her maid, like she's she she's like she's a mess in front of her maid. Like her maid knows her problems. So she's always, she's always got like a more worried look when she's talking to the maid. Um, And then whenever the incel is thinking about her, she turns into a fucking demon and that is shown in her eyes. And that's just, that's something I just really, really liked. Like her eyes are different to everybody depending on how they're thinking about her. And that, that, that stuck with me for some reason.
0: I really, like um all of the presentation of that show if i'm being honest that's kind of why i compared it to monogatari initially just like with like the narration cutaways and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah. but i, I it's a much more accessible than monogatari yeah. yes <laughs>
2: yeah that show looks uh slick as hell in oh. every way
3: mm-hmm
1: so yeah, yeah another highly recommended show just a yeah. bunch of really great shows recently i've just been i've been eating it up like watching yeah no, totally. and mob like together it was it was a fucking bo- banquet it really was i was just like oh yes please more good a- good quality content anime keep giving it to me that's what i need
0: well that gives us a great in a, like little uh speedway to our next topic which is you know the next anime season on its way and I don't think we feel that way so far looking at the list uh we have much of a banquet to work off of but maybe we'll be surprised you know possibly uh but yeah what what are y'all looking forward to this new season of anime
1: Trixie you go ahead first hmm I guess
2: there's a lot of sequels that I am not on board with or too familiar with but uh premier is probably the thing most in my mind. I just want a new trigger thing that's not going to suck ass. Uh, so I'm putting all my eggs Please. in the premier basket.
0: And I'm really Please. hoping.
2: Me too. They can't. They can't go worse than Frank's. I'm sure.
0: Huh. We can hope. That's what I said after Kill a Kill. I thought, like, wow, whatever they make after this, it can't be worse.
2: I mean. Kisniver was, I guess, worse than Was it worse? I- oh, well, fr- mm. Hmm. Hmm. I guess it wasn't as. I guess it didn't have the high points uh, that Kill a Kill did. Uh, Frank's definitely sucked, so. Premiere, please. Yeah. And, uh. Please. And. I haven't seen uh, the original Fruits Basket anime, so I'm. Oh. I'm kind of looking forward to the one. Uh, this upcoming season, is my childhood
0: days. That was that was one of the first manga I ever read, nice. Fruit Basket from the library. That's okay. why I became a big Yaoi fiend for a while. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I- I'm interested in that. Like I said before the show, that they-, they got like the original dub cast back or something for their dub, and I almost want to watch that instead of the sub because it's like, man, this is gonna feel wild good animation
3: hmm.
0: probably Hope so. um, John is there anything you're looking forward to uh,
1: uh, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah I just like I just looked at all this and you know like I said it's like I usually have one or two things where I look at it, and I'm like, that might be okay, and then usually someone recommends something to me, and then I fall in love with it. So I'm basically just going to wait for that. I've, kinda, I've almost given up on trying to find something myself. <laughs> but, you know, I want to give One Punch Man 2 a shot. It's probably not going to be as good as the first season, but whatever. Um, Fruits Basket seems to be the big thing this season, and it's not for me. And that's perfectly fine. I'm glad that you all seem excited for it. It's not. It's not. I I might check it out if there's like nothing else. But
0: yeah, it's, it's the type of thing that it's not very like up your wheelhouse. A, you know, it's, like it's a, that's. It's,
1: it's a show for the, just show for the yaois. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I just I look at everything else and I'm just like, this this, what the fuck is all this? Like, there's
0: there's just there's... dual masters. Just shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that right there, and I was like, "Why, drawn? you saying there's nothing? Duel Masters is right there." Shut your mouth! <laughs> <laughs> You're um, the one who cultivates this. I know I do,
1: but hush. Uh, the, the The one show that I might be interested in is um I'm blanking on I'm planking on the man's name. Um. the uh, the uh, the Ikuhara the new Ikuhara show. Um which is called sarazanmai that might oh
0: right yeah i saw about that might
1: be interesting i don't know i'm i want to give it a shot it seems like it's just going to be a show about uh boys finding out that about prostate orgasms um which that's you know, normal that's, that's fine i guess
0: someone has to teach them
1: yeah for real uh but mm. you know it's whatever I'll, I'll give it a shot i Here's my confession. I don't think I've watched any of his shows yet, so...
0: Wait, you haven't watched Utena?
1: No, not yet. I mean, it's all on YouTube now. Well, most of it, I think. But... I think mm. all of it's on YouTube, actually, so... Well, maybe soon. I... If if this season really doesn't have anything, I'll watch Utena. There you go.
0: <laughs> Man, I, like... Uh, this is, I, I had like a really bad opinion of Utena before I watched it where I thought it was like very pretentious which sounds like a b- bunch of load of shit from me saying oh I didn't <laughs> want to watch something because it's pretentious but like I, I was really like for a while I was like oh I don't know then I watched it and I was like it's not pretentious at all it's like the goofiest show ever I mean, there's like an entire episode where fucking uh, the, Nanami hires a kangaroo
2: yeah
0: and it goes around punching people at the school yeah, that's- it's goofy.
2: Although, to be fair, it's also pretty dark at times.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially later on in the series. But yeah, um... There's all right, that, uh, uh...
2: There's that Isekai Quartet thing that I- <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably watch that. It- I don't know what it is, but it seems cute, question mark.
0: So. I mean, I like Konosuba, I like ReZero. Uh, I have a neutral opinion on Overlord Except for the fact that they have some Myth and Roid Bangers in there on the soundtrack Uh-oh.
1: Uh
2: Yeah, Tanya is in it
1: Uh
0: oh Uh oh Uh oh Wait, these are all fucking Myth and Roid shows What am I saying? All of them except Konosuba. Hmm. Oh my god, yeah I guess That's Myth wild. and Roid's
2: just gonna do the soundtrack For a Psychiatric like, I hope 2.
0: so uh, yeah, that's honestly one of the shows I'm probably going to watch. I don't even know if it's, like, a short or something. It says that it's, like, 30 minutes. So I don't know if I'm gonna know. That's incredible. That's, that's weird. Um, yeah, uh, One Punch Man season two. <laughs> it's next season. Don't have a very good, uh, hopes for that one, I have to say. Since, you know... The animation staff for that does not is not going to be working on it. Pretty much everyone had left that project. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to catch up on Bungo Stray Dogs before the third season starts, but I don't think that's happening. <laughs> to be real with you, mm-hmm. uh, and then the only thing I'm really, really super interested in is Kimetsu no Yaiba, uh, which is a UFO table joint. And, uh, the music's being done by the Kill, Kill, Kill composer, Hiroki Tawano. Uh, so, at the very least, I'll get some bangers out of that. Uh.
2: I'm sure yeah. it'll look good, too, with their tax evasion money going
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, is, like, yeah, you hear about this UFO table tax evasion stuff. Wild. Fucked up. I can't believe fate's done. I saw a great thing that was the Unlimited Blade Works chant, but about tax evasion. It was like, unknown by the government, nor God. But but these hands will hold all the money. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kamen Kementer- I no was like the only one. I don't know anything about it, but I'd watched that trailer and I was like, oh, this looks sick as hell and it's UFO table. So maybe it'll be good. I don't know. You know what I'm really excited about? Summer summer anime
1: summer anime does look like it's gonna be really good that's what i'm really hope, looking forward to
0: <laughs> yeah like el maloy
1: fuck mm-hmm. yeah Elle stuff Malloy. like
0: that uh, there was something else there was a big one i can't Doctor remember stone. Uh, that's a good one i'm yeah. looking
1: forward to dr stone
0: <laughs> yeah should be good though i
3: don't
1: know we'll we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll touch on that
0: when it when it's we'll time. see yeah, this this season seems like it might be a little slow, but that's fine because we just had a fucking banger of one. Yeah. Uh and we've had a couple bangers of ones, honestly, if being real with you. Yeah. I think like last year's anime was like pretty fucking wild mm-hmm. in terms of quality. Yeah. Uh,
2: there's some stinkers this season, but I think uh the good
1: shows made up for those.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean sort of online. That clown, just really horny. it was great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we we had to put up with fucking Shield Hero for a
0: couple of months, you know. <laughs> oh, and we Tixi, still well. Have you watched any more of that?
1: Um,
2: I watched a couple more episodes since the last time I talked about it. It's oh. it's very hard to get through that show, as you can. Imagine.
0: Yeah, it is. No, I know. I'm caught up on it. Oh
2: God.
1: Uh, God
2: bless. Honestly, stronger
0: than I am. <sighs> I'm not strong. It's basically, I just, like, get, like, comatose on the couch, and then my roommate's like, I'm gonna watch Shield Hero now, and I'm like, I can't move. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) Uh. Shield Hero. That's... uh, Fucking Shield Hero. It's so insidious with its misogyny. It's, like, really fucked up, honestly. Like, I was already blown away by when they went back to the slave merchant, and the slave merchant was like, thanks to you, I've sold millions of slaves. Yeah. or whatever like thank you for spreading the good word about my slaves and it was like what the fuck and like then it started going into this weird thing where they're going to like the 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 animal people place and they're like the animal people are really they don't like humans for some reason and it's like wow for some reason hmm.
2: <laughs> some reason I can't imagine why
0: <sighs> and it's just like they keep introducing more women they're just gross bad
2: yeah, I mean, one thing I heard about, I don't know if the anime has, uh, covered this bit yet, but the main antagonist, uh, legally changes her name to Bitch? Or something like that?
0: What?! That's, I don't think that's happened yet, but that sounds right.
2: Uh, yeah. I it cause- cause she's a woman. Uh, an evil woman, so... I- I guess... fucking shield hero.
0: The shield hero's main power is his rage face now Yeah uh, Oh <laughs> Yeah he literally gets a rage face
1: Does he go Problem it sucks officer a- And then it stops the- uh,
0: you No, know, He gets red eyes like the thought meme Great Sucks ass God. Sucks
2: ass man Fucking shield hero at least, Ugh. at least there's only gonna be one more season of it before an inevitable second season gets announced. Oh, Ugh.
0: don't say that. There's just M- maybe keep saying that, and then it won't happen. Keep saying it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's hoping. <sighs> All right, John, do you yes. want to take us away with questions?
1: Sure. Uh, yeah, if you want to send in questions Slash opinions on any of the anime That we're talking about Go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com ask And we'll, uh, we'll figure that out Uh, Zach from the site Uh, sent in a question Uh, what sorts of devious pranks would you do If you had the King Crimson stand Or really any other time bullshit stands From Jojo What kind of shenanigans Would you get up to? Hmm Trixie, do you have one?
3: Hmm.
2: I just make sure no one would steal the last bit of food uh, from the fridge that I've been saving. Mm. Those punks try and steal it. I'll just King Crimson it back.
1: Damn. (laughs) All right. Hmm. Um. Honestly, I have... My answer is basically just... I would just want bites of the dust just so if I do something stupid I can just revert it and fix it cuz that that's basically all I want I like I don't want to I don't want to cause any kind of trouble I I don't I don't I don't want to do anything stupid but if I say something dumb or do something dumb I just want to be able to go uh oh, wait uh oh, hang on and then just go back and be like all right anyway so yeah I'm not going to do that this time hello that, that's, Honestly, that's
0: same. Same, yeah. Listen, there have been many times where I have said a really bad pickup line, really bad, and usually it works out. But I would just rather it never happened at all.
1: Yeah, well, sure. Pickup
0: lines. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, yeah. You, you, ha- you have to understand. It's like a switch that just never turns off. Sure. Uh yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right, I'm going to uh, use the fight's the dust to get away from this. <laughs> Go yeah, back yeah, yeah, and fix yeah. it. Uh, oh my god. Isn't Century- that just called podcast editing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh,
1: podcast editing is the real stand power we all have. Uh Century Punk asks, is there an anime you think is far superior to its source material? Dragon Maid. Yeah. Dragon that's a Maid. good answer.
2: <laughs> uh Monogatari Because it's less horny And they cut out half
0: the useless dialogue It's really grim to think about Isn't it John? Less horny isn't it?
2: A little yeah Even the less horny uh, Monogatari parts Are still hornier
0: in the books Which is That makes me scared of the kaiki parts Because they're not horny at all
2: I mean I read the Hana Monogatari novel That's That's the only part that escaped the horniness I think it's on the same level as the
3: show.
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people that, like, enjoys reading manga, but also I'm fine. If an anime is really good, I feel like I just want to watch the anime. Because, I don't know, maybe, maybe JoJo's, honestly. Because I know people will always just be like, oh, just read the manga, just read the manga. But, God, seeing those fights in action and having the colors and the. Music and all that—it mm-hmm. it, it definitely improves upon it, I feel, and like <laughs> like so many people keep telling me, like John, go read the next part, go read the next part, and it—I don't—I I, kind of don't want to because I want to just watch the show and watch the way that the show presents it. I I feel like the show is a more fun way to watch.
0: I feel like in that case, you could also say that uh, Mob Psycho is a big step up. I mean, oh hard. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I don't, I don't know. The art style in the manga is not bad, I think. It's It's not bad, for sure, but like, like when it all comes together. Yeah, it's definitely one's doing it on purpose as mm-hmm. a stylistic thing, since he can draw fight scenes really fucking well.
0: Um, I think well, two things. I think one, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, fantastic uh, adaptation. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, that show goes a long way with uh, having its whole, like, I don't know, just the way that show's set up with its very, like, the music they use for every type of scene and stuff like that. And then also, um, uh, Houski, uh Hoseki no Kuni. Hmm. Uh, that one, I, I, I like how the manga is, but it's a little hard to parse and it's a lot easier to parse when it's, you know, everyone is full color. Yeah. And, like, has a different voice. And, yeah that music is and the cgi presentation in general is like that was like one of the first shows i saw was like oh cgi anime cannot be bad
1: kawaii Nobu and natalie actually sent in a whole a whole another question here um as i'm about to start watching sayonara's at sobu sensei and i'm interested in seeing how much his production may have influenced shaft's later production of the Monogatari series. Have there ever been any series that the hosts have watched where they have felt there was a clear influence from past works by the staff involved? Um, but past works.
0: Hmm. I mean, everything that KyoAni made after K-On! Like, straight <laughs> up. Like, it, it's all just that. To say, like, the only standout, like, mild difference is Hyoka, and that's not really that different.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: hmm Yeah. I, I guess everything after uh, Klanet, really.
0: Mm. mm yeah,
3: hmm I feel like mm.
1: um, this isn't like a oh. full answer to your question, but I will just say that I feel like everyone that's working on Pokemon desperately wants to be doing something else, um <laughs> yeah, you could sell that I like, yeah, because yeah, 'cause they're constantly making references to like you know mecha stuff or like Gundam or they're making references to d- magical girls like they're like oh we like precure over here let let us work on precure please can we swap for a little <laughs> bit
0: please <laughs> You know, I kind of mentioned it, but Little Witch Academia, you can really tell that it's Trigger. Like, that's oh, yeah. for sure. Like, yeah. uh, there's a there's a specific bit that's not even the Gurren Lagann episode, it's the last episode where Akko says, like, verbatim Simon's, uh, Simon's speech from the ending of the first half of Gurren Lagann, where he's like, I'm not my, I'm not my bro, I'm me, and I'm going to be the ultimate, or whatever, of me. And Akko literally says that, but about Cherry, and <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Trigger is definitely uh, an iterative company for better and for worse. Yeah. yeah. Usually better. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question, but it's kind of hard to answer unless you've like absorbed everything that a company has made.
0: Hey, um, sometimes that happens. Honestly. Yeah. Like.
1: I feel like it's easier for mangaka because so many anime creators are just like adapting things. So it's just like, Oh yeah, no, of course this is similar to the thing because it's by the thing, but you know, you, yeah, like trigger and KyoAni are like most of the time doing their own thing. So I'd say, and shaft as well as mentioned. Oh Yeah. Shaft. too. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, Samurai Champloo and Cowboy Bebop are like outrageously similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I mean, Cowboy Bebops, the whole thing is literally sci-fi with jazz. And then Samurai Champloo is samurai with hip hop. Like, it's literally the same exact concept, like, of mishmashing together. And it's the same, like, episode setup and everything. Like, where it's like, yeah, every episode's disconnected or whatever. And then sometimes there's a two-parter. And it's all about miscellaneous things that happen to this mishmash crew. Mm-hmm. Very sure. similar. Mm-hmm. But then Space Dandy was way different. I mean, kind of.
1: I mean, Space Dandy was just like, it was taking what Cowboy Bebop was kind of doing, but just making it fully comedic, I feel.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Anonymous asks, why do you think the harem genre is so isolated to anime slash manga? The only example I could think of outside of these mediums is Archie. (laughs) They're (laughs) fucking right.
0: This is like, I read that earlier, and I was like, this is my favorite question we've gotten. Holy shit. It's true. I'm
2: never gonna unthink that. Riverdale
0: is a hero. (laughs) Sure is. I don't, honestly, I feel like it's just because, like, I don't know, honestly. It's probably more believable in
2: an animated medium than a live-action one. I don't know, have you,
0: well, never mind. Um... (laughs) Uh, I feel like the big thing is that people just get so caught up on the idea in a lot of more. I, I feel like it's the same in Japan, but like a lot more in Western media is it's just like, they want to tell the story of boy meets girl or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. they just focus really on like those two characters and then just have the supporting characters, like support that instead of being like, like in Monogatari, the way that that ends up working is it's, like, every character... It focuses on every character individually instead of just, like, while having the undercurrent of Senjogahara and Araragi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, that, like, I like stories like that a lot more. Maybe I have bias, but it's, like, I, I, I really prefer from these types of animes when you can get away with stuff like that. Granted, I'm not talking about, like, in another world with my smartphone <laughs> style <of> stuff, but... <laughs>
1: We need need more in another world with my smartphone. We need more shows about guys (laughs) who have telephones, and girls just like him for that. That's all.
0: (laughs) Damn, he has a telephone. That's so hot. Oh my god, he's got...
1: Damn, you can make calls and use Google Maps? What the fuck?
0: And
1: you got feet?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's got the Uber Eats app. I'm losing my mind. (laughs) I've never seen a hotter man. My kinda helps, huh? guitar
2: is a reverse harem, kind of. Yeah. So it's not even full on, like, uh, like you expect.
1: Yeah. All right, uh, to continue these these thoughts, uh, Anonymous asks, "Why are the protagonists in these types of horny stories so often sexually awkward <laughs> or generally shy regarding the overt amounts of sexual situations they face?" Yeah. Um, no, for real. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Because if they weren't. It would just be a hentai. (laughs) I,
0: I don't know. I'm kidding.
1: Like, I'm kidding.
0: But like, this is a serious thing. Like, for real, like, I watched all of Nisekoi, remember? And like, there's this baffling thing in Nisekoi where, like, he reacts the exact same way after seeing like the same girl's boobs like 70 times. And it's like, that wouldn't happen. It's just so weird. Is it just like the Persona team dude who has never met a girl? That seems like a
2: likely answer, to be honest.
0: Uh, It's just so weird. It's like this weird conservative, like, ideology going into something that is uh, arguably not, I guess? Like, it's this weird mentality of them being like, they're thinking exclusively from the concept of like, oh, mother wouldn't want me to see boobs, while simultaneously being like, uh huh I'm seeing boobs, mom doesn't know like you think that it's both of them you think that uh harem protagonist would get past
2: awkwardness by like the 10th girl that they talk to that wants to fuck them or whatever
0: i know that's realistic if that happened it's like it's like all right ma'am let's cut the
1: chase let's cut the chit chat (laughs) yeah exactly Look, you don't have to fall over and show me your panties or it'll just 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 let's let's not waste five episodes. Show, <laughs> show me your ass, come on.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> God, that's Nisei Koi. Like do, uh, do I have to trip
1: over a rock to put my face in your cleavage? Like, let, just fuck it, come on, like. <laughs>
0: Oh, and they're just like ah and then like then inevitably they have the hot spring episodes and they're going crazy to see all the boobs. and it's like you've been seeing it the whole series what's why is it special <laughs> now i don't get it because
1: now they're in the hot springs so oh. it's it's sexy it's 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 the it's the concept you know
0: uh yeah it's, it's the concept
1: it's not an accident this time now maybe there's a chance there's a chance that you'll see them and then she'll go oh you can come over to this side of the hot spring and then she'll fucking touch your wiener and there you go
0: <laughs> here's what i think about all of these these harem animes usually when it comes to the episode things i think of that jav titles uh, twitter bot <laughs> one that says like holy fuck i just got a great idea for a porn i'm going to go to the patent office and then like nisekoi gets made
1: <laughs> <laughs> god yeah i don't fucking know I, it, it, it is just kind of trying to cover their ass like because of the conservative mindsets it's like oh we're just kidding it's okay. It's just some comedy. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Ha ha. <laughs> no, no, it's not.
0: Comedy. It's just weird. Yeah.
2: I guess. I guess it makes shit in like Monogatari even weirder, where like Aragi has no problem just groping breasts, but he freaks out every time a girl wants to show him uh, her boobs yeah. or something.
0: Like, yeah, dude. He's a weirdo. Yeah. I don't get it. I feel like it, it's exactly what I was saying, kind of, where it's like, it just feels like all these 40-year-old men are, like, putting themselves in the mind of, like, a teen. I don't know. Like, they're they're putting on their notions, I guess, I mean, of, like, maybe. how they would react. And it's weird. I don't know. It's weird. I don't get it.
1: I mean, you know, I said it earlier. Some of it is just true. <laughs> That's... <laughs> some of it is just some guys are like that some guys are scared
0: (laughs) no yeah no totally absolutely i mean some girls are scared too i've seen it plenty there's like plenty of memes about like you know lesbians being scared of communication and stuff like that or being like i don't get it if they're a girlfriend or not like yeah
1: yeah Yeah. absolutely anyway to all the girls i'm sorry (laughs) Message to all girls. To all the girls. <laughs> message to all girls. I'm sorry.
0: Um, okay. Here's my message. So, you're all beautiful. Thank you <laughs> for your service in this world. I have to apologize to the girls. It's, so <laughs> hard. it's okay, John. No, it's okay. I'm so sorry to all the girls. <laughs> this is like, a leave Brittany alone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright. Uh, anonymous asks this is a fucking doozy of a question. <laughs> <laughs> i'm on a streak of reading theologian texts from the early 19th century primarily yes. the works of gk chesterton is there any anime that discusses theological concepts in a meaningful manner don't say evangelion as the abrahamic names are purely window dressing in that
0: <laughs> they're fucking right yeah they,
1: like they are right about that but i don't know <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I couldn't tell you.
0: I was trying to think about this, and I, all I can come up with is, like, the closest you get is, like, Ghibli movies, honestly? Ghibli movies? Where it's, like, they discuss, like, you know, Princess Mononoke, or, like, Spirited Away, or Towels Moving Castle, and stuff like that. It, like, they all work off of some sort of theological concept and then try to expand upon it. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the closest I can think of, because most anime just ends up trying... Too hard to, you know. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anime is usually a lot of metaphors instead of one. Like, sure. a lot of, yeah. You know, like, Monogatari, for example. Like, Monogatari, you could argue, is a theological show in a sense. Like, when they just, like, talk about, like, how people should feel about certain things and stuff like that. But yeah. even then, you couldn't really say that it all the way is, you know.
2: They, mm-hmm. they talk about uh, deities more than the show being about. Deities.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm. I'm not. I'm not as well read as I would like to be. I apologize,
0: everyone. That's a good ass question, though. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what? Let's let's throw that out there for the for the people at home. If you have an answer. Yeah,
0: send in some. If
1: you have an answer for this anon's question, send some in. We would love to hear it. We'd love to potentially watch the show. Even we could t- we could watch it. Yeah. Talk about it or hell. If you have any recommendations on books, even like let us know, you know, we would love to look into stuff. I mean, yeah, I should probably go to the library at my, on my campus more often.
2: (laughs) Does Haruhi count?
1: (laughs) I think I I would say Haruhi counts, but unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Because there are motherfuckers out there who still have their Facebook religion listed as haruhi You know it. (laughs) Oh God. Alright, uh last question again, send them into video slash ask. Uh Anonymous asks, is Miss Dorothy the card shop owner from Yu-Gi-Oh GX a MILF?
0: Yes. What? Yes. You like that, John? You like Miss Dorothy?
1: She's adorable. Okay. I'm not gonna you know. She's not a milf. I'm just joking about the. She's cute. She's nice. I love her. She's a. She's a good card shop owner. I trust her. One of the. Whenever they have an. Whenever they have a tournament on the island, the prize is for her to give you a kiss on the cheek.
0: Aww, that's cute. that is cute. Oh, I saw that she dressed up as Dark Magician Girl. That's also cute.
1: She's very cute. Yes. But that's it. Rose, take it away.
0: All right, everyone. That was. Surely an episode. I I I figured we would talk a lot more than usual, uh, just because the nature of Monogatari where they never stop talking. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that's it for today's show. Um, do you want to actually save the anime for next month, John? Because you did pick it.
1: Here's the show for this next month that we're all going to watch together. Um, it's all on YouTube. Uh, it's not on YouTube officially, but. Because of the way that it was uh, pulled from the shelves, because of uh, some unfortunate uh, mishaps with the voice act, one of the voice actresses, um, which we'll get into when uh, on the episode where we talk about it. But the next show that I want everyone to watch, Happy April Fools, everybody! It's Kill Me Baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: Finally, we're gonna watch Kill Me Baby. It's been 12 episodes in the making.
0: <laughs> it's the long con. It
1: truly has been. Why do you think I made this podcast in the first place? <laughs> it wasn't to have an excuse to hang out with two of my favorite people and post it on the fucking podcast app. No. It was because I wanted to get a group of people to watch Kill Me Baby. <sighs> so that's what we're gonna watch next time
0: all right well you heard it here folks watch kill me baby uh record a dance parody video of you doing the dance from the ending it was the ending or the opening is the
1: ending where they it's did the, the ending dance. right yeah
0: yeah okay they do dance in the ending you got to record yourself doing the dance you have to upload it to youtube and send it to us uh it's really easy no it's not yeah you have a whole month no it's not not at all if you see the moves that they do it's insane and then you can look up on youtube and see other people do it and you'll be like what the fuck how did they do that and it's like oh man um yeah uh you have a whole month to watch that Mm -hmm. you know yes um so take your time savor it enjoy it 'Cause I think it's pretty good still.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean I know I'm just I'm I'm saying it's an April Fool's joke, but I, I did I did legitimately like watching it when I first watched it. So Yeah. Yeah.
2: I have still yet to watch it so this will be Ooh. exciting. Yeah. That is
0: exciting. Um well I guess that's it for the episode then. You know? There's your homework. Uh we we did our homework. John watched all of Monogatari, I'm very proud of him for that. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> persevered i
1: said i liked it
0: <laughs> you did like it but i i know how these shows are for you it's like fine. it's you know it's fine and it's fine. no it's fine um but yeah um so if you want to get episodes of this podcast one week early mm-hmm. you can uh pay a dollar to our patreon which is patreon.com slash vgcc right that's what it is correct right? all right uh and if you give $3, you can also get access to The Route, which is our actual play tabletop podcast. I'm on that. Uh, Janie hosts it. It's a good time. It's a pretty good time. Excited to get more of that uh, later. Um, and if you want to send questions, you know, like John said, send them in. We, we take those and opinions about literally anything. It doesn't just have to be about Monogatari or whatever the... Monthly anime is though we do like those. You can send in something about I don't know fucking you watch Sword Art Online too. Tell me something about Kirito. Tell me your feelings about Kirito. <laughs> send in your opinions on Kirito. Okay, that's what you need to do. I need to know. <laughs> um, yeah, that does it for episode twelve of Chuchigatri Unlimited Train Works. Have a good night. <laughs>
3: 夏の大三角 oh,